1: In this town, there is no off season. The news never stops, and neither do we. It's always game day in Cleveland with Andy Baskin and Daryl Ryder. It's always game day in Cleveland, brought to you locally by Smiley One Heating, Cooling, and Plumbing. Bryant and Smiley One—the right choice for your comfort. As the big boy said, he's Daryl Ryder, and I'm Andy Baskin, and. Uh, Another week, and we go back into the AFC North this week, but not before a little bit of drama today. I would say in Berea or yesterday, as you're listening to this on Thursday morning, um, you uh, kind of asked some pretty interesting questions in the locker room, especially when it came to JJ3. And I think a lot of fans are saying this and seeing it and trying to wonder, um, is there chemistry on this team? Is there leadership on this team? And, um, you know, you you wonder it, and some teams, you know, just have it. I, You know, we just watched the Guardians. They had it. There's no question about it that that team was a team, and they were, you know, they had each other's back all the time. Now, maybe a low payroll does that sometimes, but I'm just curious, Daryl, your thoughts on that and your conversation with JJ3 today.
2: Um, no, they don't have chemistry. Um, they have a lot of good individual players, but that's what they are, individual players, and it shows on the field every Sunday. I mean, how many times do we watch the defense after giving up a play? They're all looking at each other like, uh, "You was that you? Was that me? Was that it? You know," there just there is none. Um, I, I tweeted this out because I, I just I I've been in so many locker rooms and clubhouses like you have over the years, and you can just tell when teams have the it factor, the the organic it factor. The Browns don't have organic anything. Uh, they have a bunch of individual talent, and that's about it um you mentioned the guardians yeah you know being in that clubhouse this year you could feel it the guys just genuinely you didn't even it. have
1: to be in the clubhouse to understand it i understand but i'm just there. i'm
2: just trying yeah. to peel the curtain back so people can you know sure. can understand what i'm uh, talking about i mean um and, and baseball is a little bit different because you're around each other for six you basically live together for six months out of the year uh with the travel schedule and whatnot but you know as it, draining as a baseball season can be i mean you got, guys are playing pick up, mini basketball in the, in the clubhouse and they're playing cards and video games and talking smack to each other and clowning around and just, you know, having a, just having a good time. And, you know, with the Cavaliers, my God, like on their off days, they go up to the Wolstein center to watch the G league, you know, like just because they want those guys to feel part of the organization. And, and, and there's just, I I just, I don't feel that organic chemistry with this Browns team, it's forced. And I can tell it's forced because when they're now they've reached the suggestion phase of how to fix things. And, and the whole Genesis of my questions today was basically, you know, I just, I get tired of hearing the same crap every week. Well, it's my fault or it's, you know, we got to, you know, fix this and we, do our one of 11 where we're fine. And, it, and it's the same stuff every week. And so my thing today, when I went in the locker room was like, listen, we've been hearing for three weeks about whose fault it is and people taking responsibility. And I don't want to belittle that because look, I, I respect the fact that guys are willing to stand up and say, Hey, I'm, I'm the one that screwed up. I, I so, but, I I think we're past the, I screwed up. And it's like, well, when are you going to stop screwing up? That's where we're at. And, and so that's what I wanted to know. And, and so that's why when I went into the locker room today, that was kind of my mission. Like, okay, we've been hearing for weeks about guys taking accountability and stuff, but when does the accountability actually turn into tangible results on the
0: field? Okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon. When a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
1: So you had a chance to talk to JJ3 about it. We played a little bit of this. During our show today, Daryl, let's play it for everybody else, too, because I think it's super interesting.
2: All right.
1: Uh, here we go.
2: John, the last couple of weeks, there's, you know, pretty much everyone has kind of stepped up and said, hey, it's on me. It's my bad. You know, I made a mistake or whatever. So I just I didn't get past the it's my fault to act, actually like having the corrections and the mistakes eliminated because it seems like you, that's where you guys are at right now you're in the it's my bad but you guys haven't gotten things tightened up
1: yeah it has to be like a there's a commitment thing like when practice is over and our day is done you can't just run out of the building and forget about you know your job um i think we need everyone in this building to really like be 100 percent in on, on the task at hand and um right now i think we're at a place where that's not the case so um, whatever we got to do to get as many guys, if not everyone, you know, in on the same page. I think that's what it is because that's the only way things are going to change. Why do you think
2: it's, you just said it's not the case? Why do you think it's not the case and how do
1: you make it the case? Yeah, I mean, I, I honestly don't know, but you, you could say we're a younger team. I mean, but that's no excuse. You know, this is a, a big time league, um, the top of the top. And um, like I said, it's not an excuse. So we got to find ways, however that may be. You know, the, the leaders on the team got to get together and figure it out, but you got to change something. It's interesting because younger teams tend to do that more than older teams do because the older teams, yep. you know, guys are going home to their wives or their kids and trying to figure out, you know, the rest of their lives. And I, I do, he, I, I just thought it was really interesting when he said, you know, we're a younger team and we're not like that. Well, why is that? I don't understand that. That's uh, what he's saying is that starts at the top. And I'm not, you know, you, I'm not telling the guys what to do ever especially at that level, because they're I mean, they're alpha dogs they are they're what I think most athletes and most people who watch professional athletes wish they were. But if there's a common ground, though, about having chemistry and camaraderie on a team and trying to figure out anyone who's played on any team can can understand that. You don't I mean, you can find that out on a five or six year old team. If if guys get along, girls get along that you just know it and they want to play together and they want to help each other out. and They want to share to be able to do it. I mean, it's it's really a preschool concept. And I, I I'm. It, it's troublesome what what JJ three said. And then to go even further in that, and I don't know if you have another cut from or not him, but Kevin Stefanski talked about that too when you talked about that with him in the press conference. And yeah. I thought Kevin's answer was shocking too.
2: Yeah, and and he acknowledged that he had already spoken to JJ three about that. Um, and so that's why I think it's not that all that big of a deal that this has kind of come out um, or. And, and I wrote this Um, you know, this isn't a situation where JJ three spoke out of turn because he's on that. I don't know, whatever you want to call it, leadership council, committee inter- leadership committee, whatever the group of whoever gets together with Kevin Stefanski and they, you know, discuss group the of five, the, 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 the problems of the day and look where the Browns are concerned. There are plenty of problems of the day, unfortunately. Um, And, and that's, I guess the, the frustrating part of all of this is when you're, you know, talking about that kind of stuff, Andy, um, you know, it's, it, and and I wrote this as my lead, like, I can't teach you, um, I I can't teach you self-motivation. I can't teach you work ethic. Y'all want to do it or you don't. Like, that's that's what it comes down to. So when you've got this situation where you're having to, I guess, um, beg guys to, to go the extra mile, um, that's, I, I think, a little bit of a a problem. Here's what Kevin Stefanski had to say about that.
1: I've talked to John, and I've talked to the leadership group, and talked to a lot of the young players, and, and this is, you do want these guys to take their jobs seriously. This is a... This is a job at the end of the day, and you got to spend time with it. When you're in the building, you got to spend time away from the building. So, there are young players, of course, that you're trying to teach them how to be a pro. Until you teach them, there's some guys that don't know. So, like most teams, you have young players that you're bringing along. But uh, I think the guys do a good job of pouring everything they have into these weeks. And uh, you know, we we fill up their day, and we fill it up with whether it's meetings and walkthroughs and practice and lifting and rehab and those type of things. Uh, but there's also an element of this job that you do uh, stay committed to it outside of this building
2: that's a very nice way of saying yeah they they they've got to invest away from the facility as much as they invest when they are
1: here who at- though whose responsibility is that that's the the ultimate question because coaches can coach so much and coaches I think in this scenario should be guiding leaders to make that happen I think that good teams understand that and there's a relationship. Between senior leaders and and that committee that he talks about, and the coaching staff, and you know having everybody being on the same page and understanding it to me, it's a it's a failure among the the peer group leaders. Then is is what that sounds like, and I don't think that Kevin Stefanski minds that that JJ three came out there and said it because like it sounds to me like what he said to you is just uh, he's reinforcing what the coach wants. On top of that, they he needs just... guys that are going to be in it to win it, and it doesn't sound like that at all. This has been addressed internally, and they're not getting the
2: results. That, I, I mean, again, I can't force you to want to be great and to do whatever it takes on and off the field to be great. I'll use the Tom Brady example. Now, I'm not saying it should go to this extreme, but like he, he basically has traded his marriage for football if you if you think about that okay maybe
1: yeah i, I, I we don't know all the details but i can I, see I know, how on I've, the outside it looks that way
2: it it that's that's kind of what it looks like right that football mattered to him more than his marriage um, or
1: maybe that's his escape because the I, i'm not getting into marriage. but we don't know we that, you know it's tom, uh,
2: tom does whatever it takes to win and he puts in whatever it time it takes to win and he's done that throughout his career. I don't think the Browns have those kind of players on this team. They've got talented players, but I don't think they got guys that are willing to do everything it takes to win. And I can't teach that. I can't force that. That's on you. You have to have uh, an internal drive to be great on your own. You know what I'm saying? Like, Yeah, that's- I mean, there's <laughs> a scene... <laughs> This isn't a Kevin Stefanski problem. This isn't a Andrew Berry problem or a Haslam's problem. Well,
1: I, I can mean, see it, where it is, very, and I'll tell you why it, in a second. It,
2: it, it's a Barry problem because he brought the guys in and didn't, you know, uh, you know, pick up on this. So, Daryl,
1: you uh, know as well as I do that when it comes to the Guardians, they know exactly what type of person they're bringing into. Right. I mean, I think they take pride in that.
2: Well, guys, that restri- that I mean, actually. it goes it's back $230 to two hundred and thirty million dollars too. Right. Say, I, I just I think that's the whole situation in a microcosm right there sure that,
1: that
2: to put yourself in that type of position put your career in that kind of jeopardy like just saying like I just I uh there are things you can't quantify and uh, a person's heart will desire uh work ethic all that like they, they got talented players. They got guys that, when they're in the building, they work hard. Work hard on the practice field. Sure, they work hard in the meetings, right? Paying attention. They're involved, all that. But, I mean, I, I think that we find – remember a couple of weeks ago, I said there's something missing with this team, and I can't yeah. get my finger on it yet. Guess what? Got my finger on it. I know exactly what's wrong with this team, and that's why I firmly believe this team is going absolutely nowhere.
1: All right, let's talk more about that, too. I mean, there was the speech after the game on Sunday, too. And I want to I make reference points on this, too. So we'll come back. We'll talk more about it. It's always game day in Cleveland. If you like what you're listening to, why don't you subscribe to the podcast? He's Daryl Armand. We're back.